super prepared as always <laughs> how is it going uh everyone <laughs> so sorry uh about that but we are we are live and perfect i don't know man don't know how i forgot my camera but hi everyone welcome back i'm uh ill-fitting trousers and this is the ill-fitting podcast uh today we have a wonderful guest, uh, Princess Kyora. Uh, Kai, where, uh, welcome in. This is your second time on the channel, right? Oh, hello, and yes, this is my second time on the Ill-Fitting Podcast. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back, too. I remember, I think that was, like, so far have been my favorite episode of the year, was where we we sat down and we just talked about what to expect in 2022 and gaming and oh, yeah. like what we loved mm. too. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was pretty, that's pretty funny. We, I, I remember we had some interesting commentary on some, on some certain trailers. I'll never forget. Fuck the kids. That's what, that was what I <laughs> we, were about, we were talking about the final fantasy 16 trailer and how like we like, apparently like we thought, Oh, you know, yeah, they're going to kill children. And we're, and we're like, yeah, we're like, yeah, fuck the kids. And that, that statement still rings true um, for oh. my playthrough. I, I, I'm still mad with all the Chocobo deaths. And I don't... <laughs> I love... I mean, like, the other deaths so far... I'm not done with the game yet. I am, I'm so behind. You, 
yeah, well, well, what, what's your percentage completion? How, how, how much are you done? Ah, you know, not enough. <laughs> it was one I of those. Really, I was really hoping you would have that game finished to, by tonight because I want to talk about 16. You know what? We're going to have to have another night where we just talk about 16. Okay. Because I know you haven't finished it. A lot of friends I have haven't even started the game. So, yeah, we we need to pick this topic back up like, and just talk about 16. I would, I would love that. I would so love that because, like, I, like, I know enough about... If if you wanted to talk about the romance side of that, I know I know Jill fairly well right now in my playthrough. If that makes sense. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so like yep. that that's that's totally fine on the table. Um yeah. But I'm not going to do it because because like I said, I I I do know there I do know there are some friends in the chat that have not played Final Fantasy 16, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, and um, actually, speaking of friends in the chat, let me get a, let's give them a quick shout out. Zaboa, welcome in. Little Mixo, Lance, always a pleasure. Uh, uh, call me Gecko? Gecko? Hi, welcome in. This is your first time here. I love to see it. Uh, and Peach, obviously, uh, the best DM in the world. Um, <laughs> welcome in. Um, so Kai, actually, where, where can we find you if we were looking for your amazing content? Where would these people be able to find you? Well, currently right now, I stream on Twitch three days a week. I stream every Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time slash 1 p.m. Pacific, wow, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> I can't talk. No, <laughs> okay. it's yeah. okay. It's just a podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I stream here on Twitch uh, three days a week, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I mostly focus on Kingdom Hearts, Pokemon, uh, Zelda. I recently started getting more into Final Fantasy, so I'm definitely going to be adding more Final Fantasy content. But also, I have recently gotten into YouTube. Well, I use air quotes with that because, unfortunately, my, my YouTube content has been very slow because I have had art commissions to do. So, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, so I stream on Twitch and I'm also on YouTube. Uh, Princess Kayora, go check it out. On on both platforms as well. Yep. Per yeah, basically. Yep. Perfect. Um. Yeah. Uh, YouTube's one of those things. I get it too, where it's all tricky with the like you. But I I've seen a few of your clips and they're they're really good. Like Thank you, you edit them really well. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I have to give I have to give credit though. Like a majority of those credits were caught by uh, were clipped by my friend and mod Sora. He he. There's a reason I call him the meme lord because he literally clips. But the sole purpose of oh, I'm saving this for for a project. I'm saving this for a project. <laughs> no, it's gonna be gold. And, and mods are mods are amazing that way. My my best yes, clip I have from my channel uh, was clipped by Zaboa, and she. It, it's just like I think it, it's not only like my favorite clip, but it, it's my clip that's gotten like the most views and the most. It's it's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah my yeah my most viewed clip on my channel is one that sora got of me and it was it was when i was playing final fantasy 7 remake i don't even remember how we got onto this conversation because every stream i swear is like a blur but yeah somehow we somehow it got to a point where okay so for anybody who is new we have a running gag on my channel that's called sorry sorry for foul language but <laughs> lukak it's a it's a running gag on my channel it, 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 it's basically a mascot at this point, but basically, but basically, yeah. There's a running joke called Blue Cock, and there are times where like I'll, I'll be like, "No, chat, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it." You know, just to be just to be a troll. 
And so it became my chat's mission to try and get me to say it. And I, of course, maybe so I'm like, nope, nope, not going to happen. And then Sora got me. He got me and he got that clipped. And it is the most viewed clip on my channel. So thank you, Sora. And yes, hello, Sora. <laughs> yes, I'm calling you out. I see you in the chat. I'm calling you out. Come out of come out of lurking. Sora's the only person I will call. I will call out in lurk mode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I sorry. I was just um. Here we go. Perfect. We're good here. Uh, I just wanted to pin uh where they can find you as well on the uh in the chat. But um. So we're here today to talk about uh a topic that honestly so. I've had this on my list for a while now, and I'm really glad you picked it. Um, we, we're going to talk about romances in video games. I always thought this would be, like, a really fun, like, Valentine's Day episode. But, uh, like, regardless, I think it's just a fun topic in general. There's there's so many, like, iconic romances when it comes to I mean, gaming. Hey, there's summer loving. There's summer so, loving. <laughs> yes. It's still, it, it, it's summertime. It's summertime. Not to, not to mention, not to get too personal, but practically every single relationship I've had has always been, it, it's always started in the summer and then it ends in the fall. So summer mm. is like my season of love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> summer is my, se my season of love. That's when I'm in season every for, for romance. It's funny. Everyone, everyone calls it spring, but for you, it's summer. I like that. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it, it's summer, and then fall is fall. Fall, I fall. I go out of style. <laughs> I brought in the harvest. It's like nah, nah, bro. Um, but so your name, your uh, username you use is based mm -hmm. off based off like one of our uh, romances that we wanted to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Um. So do you want to? Do you would you like to start with uh? Like, why you picked that name and why that, that that romance is important to you? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so, uh, so f funny enough, so when I entered the Kingdom Hearts community that I'm in now, I originally kind of just entered in. I was basically, like, re-entering the community because before I was in the Kingdom Hearts community and I decided to leave it because it was getting too toxic. But then 20th anniversary is coming up. And I did a piece for it, and I'm like, man, I really miss doing fan art. I kind of want to get back into the community. And that was when Valk was like, hey, yeah, come to the Twitch community. You know, my friend and Mod Magical Valkyrie, she's like, you know, you should come join the Twitch community. Everyone's so nice and accepting. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I want to start out fresh. So I'm like, okay, I need to pick a username. I, I want to pick a username that's completely different, that's, gonna, that's basically going to illustrate who I am. And then I'm like, well, obviously, Kyrie's my favorite character. And also, you know, my favorite video game romance is Sora and Kyrie from Kingdom Hearts. And so I'm like, okay, I don't want to do Sokai because a, because I, I'm probably not going to be able to because that's going to be taken up by so many freaking people. So I'm like, okay, let's just let's just switch them. Let's use the other ship name. Let let's go by let's... Kyora. It, it it kind of rolls off the tongue. I can shorten it to Kai and stuff like that. And then on and then I'm like, you know what? Let's throw Princess on there just as a reference to Kyrie being a princess of heart. So yeah, that's how that is the birth of my name, and it's kind of funny. Like I would think it, it's kind of funny. A lot of pe a lot of Kingdom Hearts streamers, they don't pick up on that uh, that as a on that as a reference when I first meet them. Like I'll explain to them like what my name means, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I did not, I just now realized that." <laughs> you know, I I was the same. I was one of those guys because like I I heard you mention it, and that's when I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot of sense." But I, I yeah. just thought it was a, a really good name. But yeah, it's it's definitely connected to that. 
Thank you. I'm kind of glad that it's I'm kind of I'm actually kind of glad that like it's not super obvious because I feel like it's just like like it comes off as like just a nice name like someone just sees my name and they're like oh you know that's a pretty name okay and then they see i'm a kingdom hearts fan and then i explain they're like oh okay that makes sense okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah and then it like then the pieces click and it, it's yeah. cool and that... it's a little more universal especially because like i don't just do kingdom hearts content like i have a very fo heavy focus on it and my brand is heavily focused on it mm -hmm. but i don't just do kingdom hearts content so by having that name it's not like if you know you know yeah. And if you don't know, it's not gonna, it's, it's, it's not gonna, basically, it's not gonna sort of, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but, but basically it just rolls out the tongue. It just works. Yeah, it, it definitely clicks, uh, really well. It's a great name. Thank you. <laughs> um, I did kind of want to go a little more in depth with Kyrie and Sora, though, and I wanted to talk about, like, the, I guess for me, this would be the symbol of their quote-unquote relationship because it's weird throughout the series but i mean it's it's constantly there but it's like it's yeah. there you know the timing's never right on it but i would say yeah. that they have like definitely a symbol and they did a great job symbolizing it with um a particular fruit a uh a yeah. pow pow fruit and um i just to me that's like one of the most romantic fruit <laughs> i've ever heard in any video game or any real life i know that's um i know it's, that's it's definitely different like you know you look at like animes and video games where like they have like a little trinket or something that's supposed to represent like the bro the, ro the romance between two characters but it's never a fruit it's never like, it's, it's never like a fruit things. it's like it's it's like a, a, a necklace or like you know a ring or i don't know maybe it's a sword or or something uh, or something like that but no but no but this is a fruit it's like okay okay that works that works but honestly i would argue that the lucky charm is kind of more of a symbol of their of their relationship when the fruit like the fruit is kind of like I, I feel like the fruit is sort of like a cultural thing for so, them it, it, it's kind of a cultural thing for them and like there's like a lore behind it so but the actual like charm is kind of more personal to them like Kyrie gives him the lucky charm and it's like and it's basically like hey you better bring this back you know yeah in, in, <laughs> yeah. in, a, in, a, in a way like they're playfully promising like don't like don't worry I got you and, I'm gonna be back don't worry I got you and, and I did when I wrote the fruit being the symbol I did think about that lucky charm but that lucky charm is designed to look like the fruit that's why I kind of went with the fruit Mm -hmm. You know, um, especially because we, we see it in, like, Birth by Sleep later on, too, where uh, Aqua makes them for her and her friends. Um, for for backstory for people who don't know a Pow Pow Fruit, um, you should play Kingdom Hearts. But <laughs> um, the fruit is basically, it, it ties characters together. It's like it ties their destinies together or their just their lives together. Um... And I, I don't think in any... Oh, well, I guess we do. But um, th at the beginnings of the game, we don't really see them share the fruit. Um, but it, it's more of a cave drawing, which is very uh, kind of how it's shown to us. Yeah. It's a classic slow burn, as I call it. It's a very classic slow burn, which yeah. is something that you often see in a, in a long-running series where, like, where where the stories are intertwined this is especially common in anime 
that has that has several that has several seasons because part of the interesting aspect of character development is like is 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 seeing how how the relationships develop with the different characters and so part of Sora's arc and to an extent Kyrie's arc is their their is uh their blossoming relationship and I'll eventually go uh, go into that because I know. Like Sora and Kyrie is a very popular ship in the in the in the in in the fandom, but it's also a very controversial one because there are a lot of there are a lot of fans that are not a that 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 are not a fan of. Wow, it, I'm sorry, I can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's very it's one of those ships where it's like you either love it and you live or you ride or die by it, or you're just like nope, 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 nope. I'm not. <laughs> nope, I'm not for it. And it, that's funny. I kind of wrote something similar about that. I think it's controversial because, like, well, everyone has their own head cannons, but mm-hmm. this one's basically canon. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not like, you know, like a lot of people I see, yeah. uh, Riku and Namine, and like, um, as one or like, I mean, Roxas and Shion, or you know, just all these. Like, they don't really express that they're, you know, but it's kind of there, like, I guess is, you know. But with with Sora and Kairi, it's, like, it's basically thrown on the screen for us, where it's, like, you know, we see the Pow Pow Fruit, we see Kairi, we see Sora, we see this relationship kind of growing into... Yeah. Yeah. The, contro- yeah, the, the, the controversy from that, from that relationship, though, ha- has a lot to do with the lack of... Of, of screen time together and a lot of that do- a lot of that does have to do with the fact that i love Kyrie, but she's definitely a victim of just not having enough enough screen time for her and i actually yeah. have and i have a theory for that i have a theory for that i think part of the problem is not so much the character herself i think the character like her personality is fine i don't like like I don't want to go too much in this because okay. that's a whole other, that's a, a whole other like so soapbox so that I might want to that I might do a YouTube video on. Okay, but like I feel like we I feel like a lot of people have this false pretense that like oh you know for a female character to be strong she has to be a badass she has to be cursy she has to look masculine like like you know women who are who are soft and gentle or you know like Kyrie or like like that are more like emotionally or spiritually or internally strong rather than externally you know they're not good characters which is obviously very false but but i think in the button yeah so i don't think Kyrie as a character is necessarily a problem the problem is she was created during she was created in the early 2000s or the late 90s if you want to go that far back because yeah. kingdom hearts had really started development in the late 90s but she was created during a time where shonen anime was like super big and the reality of shonen anime is that they have a very, very male dominant cast, and very, very few, very few important female characters. And a lot of times, those female characters they just don't get the screen time. They just don't get the screen time because it's not about them. It's you know, it's it's about the male characters. You know, some you know, it's and and the thing is like you know, over time, over time, you know, females have. Females have grown in their roles. Like we do have a lot more female-focused stories. Oh yeah. I mean, even yeah, and even Aqua. You know, in in 2010, you know, we got Aqua, who is who is probably technically the first like act- she... actual fe- female Kingdom Hearts character to have like a good amount of screen time and a good amount of development. She's also like... like one of the most badass characters in Kingdom Hearts yeah, too, exactly, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So so yeah, I don't yeah I don't think no more. And the writers are dumb or ignorant with with, with Kyrie's character I think it's just 
they wrote themselves into a corner with her because because of when she was introduced and yeah. like not to spoil like not to go into melody memory spoilers in case there's people out there who haven't played it yet or gotten that far in the series but like the ending of melody of memory kind of hints at yeah we get it like you know we need to do more with her so so you know we're setting we're setting things up I, with her in aqua so i'm excited i'm excited I, to see i don't know how it's going to tie into kingdom hearts 4 based on the teaser trailer but then then again i don't know kingdom hearts has had a way with their teaser trailers like completely subverting what they're gonna what they're gonna do with it yeah i i will say i think the other issue Kyrie had or another issue Kyrie had was she she like you said when she she was written um she was also written as the character you're supposed to save in king mm-hmm. you know kingdom hearts one and that's kind of a hard role i feel like to write write them out of i guess that's basically what you were saying but like she yeah. she was written as a damsel in distress essentially and I, I don't uh, even know if i would necessarily call i don't even know if i would necessarily call her a damsel in distress because i feel like they still like because the thing is like it has been stated that nomura did have plans he wanted to do more with her but they ran out of time oh, i think it yeah. was more i think it was more like i don't think, even think they were trying to write her as a damsel in distress i just think they also ran out of time and then there were, and then there was that time period again with like shonen anime and such like that and so instead basically basically what fans want they want her to be a square enix protagonist but she's written like a disney princess it, which okay yeah i guess i could see that too where well i i don't know i think they're they're slowly building her up to being one of the most badass characters in the series like just she has, she has so much potential she does like, she, I I think like just from KH two forward, I feel like she's going to like she's going to be way better than Sora in the future. I think just power wise. <laughs> oh, if yeah, if you if you take her Princess of Life powers into consideration, yeah. for starters, she would be she she would be she would be the only Princess of Heart to wield a Keyblade because as we've seen throughout the games. The princesses of heart have all been Disney princesses, and, and they don't wield keyblades. So yeah, and Kyrie, Kyrie's the only one that has kept her power, her her powers as a princess of heart. It, and it. she, yeah, she has managed to save Sora in all three games using that power. And in like like Kingdom Hearts three for three, for example, again, not to go into spoilers to anybody who who hasn't played KH three yet, but holy crap, you combine that kind of power that she has. With the powers of a Keyblade Master, like she, like shit's going down with her. She, 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 <laughs> she, 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 shit's going, she, shit's going down. Like she, she could, she, she has the potential to become one of, if not the most powerful Keyblade Keyblade wielders of of the main cast. Of yeah, the main cast. Like she has a lot of potential. Yeah, like like you and Lance just said, uh, she she did save him in all three games, and I I see it happening in four too, like in all three numbered games, and I'll see it happen in four. I guarantee it. Like that's the only way. That's the only way I would want to see it in four too. To be honest. Yeah, Dilly. My ideal scenario is like we already know the Riku. We already know what Riku is doing. My <laughs> ideal scenario is we know where Sora is. We know where Riku is. Shit happens to both of them, and she's like, "All right, I gotta save the boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, Let's go." Travels. I save the boys. <laughs> That'd be great. I would love that. And then you play as Kyrie, like <laughs> the most. That would be so cool. Oh man, don't 
Don't remind. <laughs> uh, don't tease me like that. That is my dream right dream right now. Riku got his own game. Riku got his own game. I'm not counting chain of free chain of memories because he was playable for like four hours in that yeah. game. That free chain of memories doesn't count. Riku got his own game in Dream Drop Distance. Give me my Kyrie game, Square. Give me my Kyrie game. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Even if it, even if it's her and Aqua switching off, I'll be fine with having Kyrie and Aqua both playable when you switch off of them, like Dream Drop Distance. That's fine. But yes, give me my Kyrie game, please. Yeah, like I. I, I will buy. I'll buy it day <laughs> one. I will buy the most expensive special edition you put out for Square. Just shut up and take my money and make the game. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Kyrie, Kyrie Edition, Ultimate Kyrie Edition with just a, a statue and all everything. I'd buy that too, actually. That sounds really fun. Uh, please. Um Anyway, her... we went off on a tangent. No, I know, I know. Well, it, 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 Kingdom Hearts does that to us. <laughs> so This is supposed to be a romance in all video games. We, I, I just went on my soapbox about Kyrie defense. <laughs> Kyrie being like the most powerful character. <laughs> Donald Duck beware. Um, <laughs> I, I think, like, games when I, you know, I think of romance, I'm going <laughs> to push forward here, too. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's, like, so many games that, like, they either will be like, this is the romance, uh, the love interest, or they actually give you, like, a choice. Especially, like, RPGs will give you so many choices. Um, have you ever played the Persona series? Uh, I'm a new to, Perso- to Persona. I have Persona 4 and 5. Okay. I haven't touched Persona 4, but mm, I That I'm, one's my favorite. <laughs> but I, but I, I am early, I am early into Persona 5. I'm about, tw- I, I'm only at the second palace, so I know I'm still early. It's, I, I nearly had a heart attack when I saw, when I saved my data, thought, that I was 20 hours in, but I was only like 12% done with the game. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you can spend about I think my last, like, playthrough of Persona 5 was 180 hours. <laughs> so so you're getting there. <laughs> but... It's, yeah, but... if I'm, yeah, if, if I'm not making YouTube or streaming or, or doing commissions, that is my project, to finally be Persona 5, because I'm tired of, I'm I'm tired of having to avoid spoilers. I'm tired, like, like I've had so many friends who stream Persona Five, and I'm like, I can't watch because I don't, I don't want to be spoiled. So I'm just gonna beat this game so I can finally watch Persona Five streams. Um, I okay. So with Persona though, I didn't put any spoilers in here. I'm really glad. I was just gonna talk about, and I know you already know this, being how far in you are, is uh. Mm-hmm. I guess little Mixo has his opinions in chat. Um, <laughs> his very wrong opinions, but... <laughs> um, I was just going to talk about how I uh, that game in particular, I think it's really cool how they do the social link aspect, uh, by how they make the relationships very important to mm-hmm. not only the story, but... Like, it, it everything basically hanging out with your friends in the real world or in the the real world, <laughs> um, quote unquote, um, it affects how you do in combat and how and I think I just think that's a really unique way to go about a relationship s- s- link, um, where it's like basically my friends are my power. Yeah, exactly. It is. Literally the the idea of my friends are my power in in a game format, 
And I, I really love that one. <laughs> um, so that's kind of all I want to talk about, Persona. If you're still, if you're like still playing it, though, <laughs> like I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I'm gonna romance, so you won't be spoiling any romance options. I, I, I've already looked. I've already looked up. Okay. Because I've, I've basically been using a guide for the playthrough, so I've already seen. Who are all the romance options? And I've already picked which girl I'm romancing. Oh, so. oh okay. <laughs> you you want you want to tell us? Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for uh, uh, Kasumi. I'm gonna go for my for my lovely red for the lovely redhead Ooh. Kasumi because I like redheads. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I can tell by your profile picture. As soon as I saw the redhead, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going for her. Originally, I was gonna go for Lady On, but then ah. I'm just like, I'm just like. Do I want to go for Lady On? I feel like everybody goes for Lady On. Every and, and then I talk to Sumi, and I'm like, nope, I'm nope, I'm going for her. She's a redhead. I'm going for her. And uh, that's how Kai called me basic on my own podcast, because I went for On. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, if you want to go basic, I mean, that is totally fine. To, to be fair, when it comes to shipping, I'm very basic with shipping. I ship the main characters together, and then I call it a day. I don't... There's some, there's some, there's some people that are really into ship, and they come up with some really creative and sometimes crazy ships. I'm like, I never thought of that. I just ship the main, guy, I just ship the main guy and the main girl together and call it a day. So, I I have like a weird head canon for Persona, where that the MC should be with the person who has the lover's arcana. Like that's kind of my like my head canon for that. If that oh, yeah. it, it, it's totally it's fair. very yeah. basic. But, like, um, it doesn't work for four, because I like Chie the most, but, um, <laughs> but, like, and, like, if they were going to establish a canon in my head, that would make the most sense to me. Mm. Like, the, uh, the Lover's Arcana would be the, I don't know. It, it just, yeah. it just clicks that way for me. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, like, I, I do like... Having the choice of these characters, like, uh, of, of relationships with these different characters, and, like, again, I, I wrote down a few games that have it, but it makes you want to learn more about the, the characters, too. Like, as you investigate, you know, you, you learn more about, like, their backstories, and uh, their, you know, like, some characters have just these elaborate backstories where it's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> just of heartache and pain and it's it, it's wonderful and i think i mean it, if it helps with story creation like i want to see more of it you know like i would love that um oh, yeah. is there any any game in particular that you think like you had a romance options like what which game with romance options has been your favorite so far oh you don't really play a whole lot of games that give you like multiple characters to romance, honestly. Unless you count that's... The Sims. Unless you count The, the Sims. Sims. I, 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 I wish I wrote <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, it, it totally counts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. Because I yeah I guess I, I guess The Sims. But the thing with The Sims is I always just I would just download the. I would just download the custom mods of like anime and like video game characters, and I just like. 
I didn't I just make them and I already put them in the household so they don't have to they don't have to go through the the dating drama and the proposal yeah. you know they're, you know they're just already they're already married they've already got a house they're already making babies they're already they're already well off they're already well off that's perfect I I can't believe I never thought about the sims for this like that's, that's the only like yeah that's the only other game that i play with like romance <laughs> that's no that's fair that's totally fair i have oh, man um <laughs> moving moving i'll be honest for it before i'll be honest for a second there i thought i thought about having this insane idea of like of like playing a sims playthrough where i make like where I I make content creators like in our community, but then I thought, oh wait, no, no, if if I'm no, that could get troublesome with the romancing. No, 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 that's so, a bad idea. <laughs> there there was a streamer I watched, um, and uh, they they haven't been live in a while, but they they made they did that basically with some of their favorite streamers, and they just kind of watched it like just watched it play out, and um. I think it was really fun. It was really fun to watch. Cause if, you, I'm do, if I'm doing that, you you can bet that Treehouse and Mr. Guys are getting together. Oh, oh yeah. They're going to be the OT team. Like, like, I'll be the single sim. No, I will do everything in my power to get Mr. Guides and Treehouse together. Um, Sorry, Mrs. Guides. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Uh, Guides. But wh why why we are talking about uh, Mr. Guides real quick? Uh, Mr. Guides is setting up a, a a little event going on right now um, for for Kingdom Hearts fans, um, and I think I got a video right here that uh, explains it very well. Ooh, I think I have a video right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> guys are going to be in the Dallas area uh during September 14th through the 18th I think it said or the 15th through the 18th um sorry but uh yeah guys check it out if you love Kingdom Hearts I'm going to be there Princess Kyora is going to be there as well uh come say hi if you're there come hang out it, it will be a fun experience um so anyway moving on from that I do want to um, talk about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> um, I gosh, because Final Fantasy VII, especially remake. I I've been playing a lot of remake, <laughs> or like just getting invested into remake a lot. As you should. And, yeah, as, uh, yes, yes, it's coming out. Oh my gosh, Final Fantasy has had. The best year that, like, I've seen any video game series have lately. 
Oh, yeah. Final <laughs> Fantasy fans are eating good now. You have uh, 16 just came out. The update for 14 is coming out, and they're getting this beautiful graphics re uh, like update with a new expansion. And then early next year, we're getting Rebirth, and I I don't know. It makes me it makes me excited about Kingdom Hearts Four, like oh, <laughs> at the same time. Um, but Final Final Fantasy Seven has like a lot of a lot of love interest, but it's not like a choice thing. It's more of like people ship a lot of characters together because it's implied. Mm -hmm a lot that like these characters could date or these characters can um and now do you do you have a preference of character when it comes to that uh when it comes to <laughs> like oh, i'm i'm going to put you i'm going to put you on the chopping block oh, first oh gosh <laughs> yeah yeah needless to, yeah needless to say like the final fantasy 7 shipping crowd is kind of nuts i think i think they're worse than kingdom hearts honestly. okay <laughs> but yeah but i'll be i'm gonna be honest like i really time to see like, who kai really is <laughs> i'm gonna be honest like well like okay okay here's the thing for the longest time, I never played Crisis Core. I didn't play Crisis Core for the first time until Reunion, which just came out, like, what, eight, like eight months ago? Gosh, I can't believe it's been eight months. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I wasn't the most familiar with Zack Fair until Crisis Core came out. And then Crisis Core came out, I, play, I played it, and I'm like, oh, God, Zack is daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, here's the thing. Before that, before Crisis reunion i was very much middle ground with who i shipped cloud with like okay cloud tifa great cloud and Aerith, also great i don't care who he ends up with i love them both yeah but then crisis core came out and that changed everything because because i saw i i saw the I, I saw the relationship between zach and Aerith, and i'm like oh 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 yeah i can't i i can't yeah that, uh, yeah, Cloud and Aerith, I'm sorry. Like, it, it's still a cute ship. It's still it's still adorable. It's still cute. If Tifa dies in Remake for some reason, instead, I'll be happy with Cloud and Aerith getting together instead. But, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cloud, uh, Cloud and Aerith. I still love you, but, yeah, I, I'm, af yeah, I'm afraid Crisis Core, <laughs> Crisis Core has made me Team Xerath. I... And, uh, and also Team Cloty. I, I'm sorry. It, it, I'm sorry. Blame the per blame the person who created Crisis Core. Blame the person who created that game. Don't yell at them for turning me to the dark side. Yeah, they they went a little too hard on Crisis Core with that oh. because I I had a very similar experience as you. Like I liked I liked the Cloud Tifa ship. I love I liked the Cloud Aerith ship, and then I played Crisis Core, and I'm like. I just I I don't want Cloud and Aerith together. I want I want Cloud and Zack together, um, because I like them so much. Um, I I walk I walked out of Crisis Core liking Zack more than Cloud. Like that's kind of what it was too. Sorry, sorry, Cloud fans. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to all the Cloud fans, but like, Zack just matched the comedy style that I just love. Cloud and Zack, yeah. Mm, they didn't think about that one. You're right. <laughs> You're right. 
Zach is just oh. my type. Zach, 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 yeah, I like, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. He is, uh, he is a handsome young man. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say before, uh, but, <laughs> um, for me, I didn't really ever pick Tifa or Aerith for my cloud ship, or for cloud. I picked Jesse. Jesse is my favorite, um, cloud ship so far in Final Fantasy VII. Where, um... Very entertaining. Like, I didn't really see it much in, in OG Seven, but that's because in OG Seven, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse were not that developed. Like, they yeah. were what they were... Which was fine. Like, back then, that was fine. You know, they fulfilled their purpose. They were side characters. They were fine. They were uh, fine for what they were. But Seven Remake took advantage of the fact that, hey, we're making this thing bigger. Let's flesh out the side characters more. And, and Biggs is also daddy. Biggs is also Biggs. daddy. And and Jesse, like, I'm just like, okay. Okay. I, I, I kind of like this. And, you know, and, you know I, I, re I relate to Jesse. I relate to I Jesse being the girl crushing on the guy who is either very dense and doesn't <laughs> seem to doesn't doesn't read the affections or just or just like crushing on a guy who was like no i want no 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 like no <laughs> just no yeah <laughs> I've been I, in shoes. <laughs> I i also don't well i, I don't want to spoil anything well i mean it's this game's this game's a few years old so uh, sh sh kind kind of spoil mid early on spoilers for for yeah <laughs> for Final Fantasy Seven um re remake um I don't I don't believe Jesse's dead I it seems weird to leave Biggs and Wedge alive um and not Jesse if that's the route they were going I I fully think we were we're gonna see Jesse later on in that game. Um, I don't know what that means for re rebirth or any, you know, any of the upcoming stuff. But I fully think we're gonna see that trio again, especially with how loved they were in that whole series. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's that would, that would be nice. It would. It would be very nice. Like there, there. Most of them are there still. <laughs> like it seems weird. That Jesse would be the one that's not. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> but, then, but then again, writers also have fun killing off love interests. So. Yeah, they do. So <laughs> that's the thing. Like, Hetsu Numura is like. He he's right. There's gonna be a storm coming in Final Fantasy VII Re Rebirth. It, mm -hmm. like, it, basically, we kind of got, like, a semi-happy ending with with Remake, where, like, all these characters are alive, characters we love, even, even Zack. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what the deal with that is, but, like, all these characters are still alive. There's, there's a reckoning coming for, like, all these characters, and I, I'm, I'm so excited and scared to, like, play that game. Cause yeah. I, I I just I, don't know what I don't know what to I don't know what to expect for them. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, like like I just finished the DLC for the first time for for Yuffie. Oh yeah. And yeah, so so I saw the ending and I saw like all all that they're doing to set up Rebirth and I'm just like, 
I don't know what the fuck you're doing to this game now, man. Like, I, like I'm on board, but man, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with this. What are you doing with this game now? Holy and, shit! And it, it's crazy because I I still see people going like, oh, Final Fantasy VII's just a remake of a game they split into three parts. It's like, it is not. <laughs> it is definitely not that. Oh no, it is not. My, no, I, it is not. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's why like. Uh, shout out to uh, the Landy Lodge uh, for both his podcast and the Midgard Minute, uh, his other podcast. I'm like hanging on to his podcast like crazy. Every every episode, I'm like I'm I'm there like listening to it either while I'm driving or something where, you know, I'm like, what what do they think's gonna happen? Because they they know way more about Final Fantasy VII than me. Um, oh yeah. And I, I just, like, I love hearing their theories, and I love it. Mm. <laughs> it's great, and I just, I, mm, I want more Final Fantasy VII right now. And I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm definitely ready for Rebirth. Yeah. Uh, I do have one more game I want to talk about. Do you have it? I guess I haven't asked you. Do you have any games you want to talk about in particular? I think it's I think it'd be kind of interesting to kind of dive into the Zelda series a little bit. I I would love to. I'm I so I I kind of told you a bit before stream, but I'm I haven't had much experience with the Zelda series. But I'm very curious about the Zelda series. Um I I plan on playing them eventually. <laughs> um, so yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah, so it's kind of so what's interesting about Zelda is because kind of like Final Fantasy, like each Zelda game it kind of has its own self-contained story. I know there's a whole thing with like the Zelda timeline stuff like that, but for the most part, basically each Zelda game is its own self-contained story set in its own self-contained world with its own self-contained cast of characters. And so romance in Zelda is definitely treated Oh, hi Mo, love you too. Love you too. Hi Mo. <laughs> Again, yes, yeah, so, yes, 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 so the thing is with Zelda, with, like, romance with Zelda, it's either really, like, it really varies from game to game. It's either, like, right in your face, like, they make it obvious, like, oh, yeah, this chick is into Link, or, hey, you know, these, you know, you know, these two are really into each other. And not to mention, like, a lot of romances in Zelda games are not between Link and, like, you know, insert female character here. Like, a lot of them are between um side characters um i think i think like anybody who's played majora's mask well like can attest to uh cafe and anju i don't know have have you played majora's mask trousers i uh, know <laughs> okay if you ever play majora's mask uh there is a side quest called the cafe and anju side quest i will not go, i will not go into that because this is a this, you don't want to be spoiled about this okay but Zelda fans will agree that that is one of the best romances in in the Zelda series, and then, and then I guess uh, even more recently with um, with Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, uh, there there first of all every single every single woman in those games are thirsty for Link. I'm just saying <laughs> that. and actually you know you know you know what I could say that for the entire series. Every single it, it seems like the majority of women in this series are thirsty for Link, and it's just like, boy! <laughs> That's funny, because, like, when when I think, you know, I guess, 
and this is probably the same for most people, but when I think of Zelda, you know, it, it it's Zelda and Link. Um, it is, it is the classic. It, it it's it's the classic. I don't want to say it's safe, but like it's the classic, you know, ship. It's the classic, yeah. you know, hero going to rescue the princess. You know, that's typically how it is in like fairy tales. You know, hero goes to rescue the princess. They live happily ever after. So yeah, Link and Zelda. You know what? Yeah, I guess I'll go. Yeah, you know what? I think I'll I'll I'll, I'll dive a little deeper into like Link and Zelda specifically as a ship. Just 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 because if I if I go into like every single relationship, we're gonna be here for like three hours. <laughs> okay. but, but yeah, Link and Zelda is really is really interesting as like a as a pair because their relationship varies depending on the game. Like like the first few Zelda games, I'd say before Ocarina of Time, their relationship is very like it's almost like non. I don't want to say it's non-existent, but it's treated, like, the thing is, older Zelda games didn't really focus so much on story and, like, character development. Like, they were very focused, it was very gameplay-heavy, okay. so a lot of it was more like, you know, Zelda was basically, you know, Zelda was basically a plot device, which was fine. You know, that's yeah. what the game, you know, you know, back then, games weren't so heavily focused on story unless they were an RPG, and Zelda just was not a series that focused a lot on RPG. They wanted, they wanted to be your adventure, they wanted to focus on the adventure aspect. So Link's relationship with Zelda is very, very vague, and it's almost up to the player's interpretation. Like, if you want it to be romantic, you know, you can, you know, it can be romantic. Yeah. But I'd say, I would say that, like, the first, like, instance of, like, actual romance in Zelda, it's actually not Link and Zelda. I think it's between Link and Marin, which, by the way, big shout out to Borna Kokiri. I actually guest starred during his playthrough of that, and I actually voice acted for Marin during that playthrough, so big shout out to Kokiri. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I would say Link and Marin is the first actual like romantic relationship that we get in the Zelda series because 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 like it, it it's very it's very obvious. Like they go on it like they go on a date together. They go you know you know there's a scene where they're like sitting on the sunset and Marin you know she's being her cute self. She's like she's like oh you know I just wanted to be here you know that that, that type of thing. So oh. yeah, Link and Marin yeah Link and Marin from Link's Awakening. I would say that's the first Zelda game. Where we get an actual romance in the series, which is interesting because it was out on the Game Boy of all things. It was it, it like Link's Awakening wasn't even like a big major release. It was on the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. And then the, which, that, and, they remade that one, right, for the Switch. They did. They okay. did. It's very, very cute and charming. It's a very cute and charming remake. If any, if you guys have not played it, like that's it, it, it's 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 a really good one to introduce you to Two D Zelda. I definitely highly recommend. It's a really cute and charming. That's, um, that's game. good. Um, I, I, and this is a little off topic, but isn't that the one where they like, they took Mario care or is it Mario? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's, that's the one with the Mario characters in it. That's so fun. Oh. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, going back to Link and Zelda though, like Ocarina of Time was not only the first 3D Zelda game, but it was the first one where I think they really tried to flesh out characters like. Obviously, like there are going to be a lot of fans that are going to say like Ocarina of Time is not a, like like Ocarina of Time is not as strong as Majora's Mask, which you know I which you know I I can agree Majora's Mask did flesh out the characters more, <laughs> but you know but you know my issue with Majora's Mask is like a lot of those fleshed out characters are optional. So like if you're like a brand new fan, like you know you know what you know and you have no idea that like the majority of Majora's content is optional, you know you're going to miss out on it. But that's a whole other discussion. Okay. Um, oh. but, yeah. But yeah, as far as yeah, yeah, as far as Link and Zelda's relationship and Ocarina of Time goes, like it's kind of 
again, it, 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 I, I feel like they tried to flesh it out more. They tried to make them. They they tried to give them like more more of a more of a more of a developed relationship, but but also at the same time, like you know, they're kind of also still trying to remember. Hey, this is Zelda. You know, we still want to keep it open ended because it's meant to be your experience. If anything, Ocarina of Times, um, Link and Zelda relationship really shines through the manga. So if you're a fan of the Link and Zelda ship, I would read the Ocarina of Time manga because that because uh, I think it was. Akira Himikawa, who uh, who wrote who who wrote the the Zelda mangas, yeah, they enjoyed Link and Zelda as a ship in Ocarina of Time. So that's the place that is the place where their relationship really, really shines. It's... But as but as far as as far as I think Link and Zelda are at their best in either Skyward Sword or Breath of the Wild, though or slash Tears of the Kingdom, like those. I feel like it was starting with Skyward Sword that there's like okay, we get it, you know, you guys. Link and Zelda become an item. There you go. Have your romance. But at the same time, Nintendo is not going to just give us give give that to us easily. And if you play Skyward Sword, you know what I'm talking about. You know, we get totally cock blocked in the beginning of the game. Um. So why I have you here, and I I ask this to every Zelda fan because, like I said, I'm I'm really interested in getting in the series. What game should I start with? <laughs> I, that's a big question. There, there, I, there I, are a number of games. There are there are a couple of different games you can start off with. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, I think it kind of I think it kind of depends on. I mean, I'm always gonna say Ocarina of Time okay. is probably the best the best one to start off with because because it, it's 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 as classic as Zelda gets with the formula. Like, there's like there's story there, but it's not like it's not super plot focused. Um, okay. it's not too linear, like. Some will argue that and say that Ocarina of Time is super linear. I disagree with that. I don't think Ocarina of Time is as linear as people make it out to be. I think they're just they're just used to like going where Navi tells them to go. But in reality, like you can't technically do stuff out of order. So yeah, it's not too it's not too linear. Um, I think the graphics have aged fine, especially if you play it on like the Wii U or the Switch. I think I think the graphics haven't uh, have have aged okay. Like again, it, it's a Nintendo sixty four game. I still think the graphics have aged pretty well um the overworld it's not like there isn't a whole lot to do in the overworld but it's not like but it's still not like massive and it's not like massively barren <laughs> and and also the soundtrack is like legendary so i i'll create a time i definitely recommend if you're getting into 2d zelda uh i recommend link to the past <laughs> okay which is my favorite game in the series and and probably my favorite game of all time so if you want to get into 2d zelda like Oh, like Zelda, yeah. A, a, a link to the a link to the past, yeah. I I think I think Link to the Past is also a really good one to to get started with, especially if you want to try out the two D Zeldas. Okay, and a link to the past was. Oh no, you were talking about a Link's Awakening earlier, right? Correct. Okay. Although a link to the past is on the Switch. It is on the Switch, so you can oh. play it on the Switch. Okay, I will uh, yep. keep that in yep, mind. Yep, it's on. Yep, it's on NSO. Oh, perfect. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'm right. I'm writing all this down. I'm taking my my <laughs> Zelda notes here. Um, perfect. So we got a few minutes left, and I do have I I do have one game that I I think is worth mentioning. Um, it you know it it's another one that has the uh, the save you know save save the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> you know like the save saving thing. But um, I I don't know why I can't think of what I'm trying to say, but. Uh, um, Shovel Knight. Have you ever played Shovel Knight? 
I've played a little bit of it, but I haven't gotten that oh, far into it. It is fantastic. <laughs> I, I know. I need to fit. I, I I need to play it. I've only played a little bit of it. I I do I do need to get back into it and finish finish it. I need to play through the whole thing. I I highly recommend it. And like that that's another one that I want to like replay because I played it on my 3ds, but I found mm. I found out that the uh, the PlayStation version has a uh, like. A secret boss where you can fight Kratos from God of War. Oh wait, for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a two D Kratos. Oh wow, that's insane. So I, I really want to replay it, but going back to the relationship aspect of it, I always like it. It was there's not a lot of like dialogue and story that's like really into that game. Wayward Wind, thank you for the raid. I appreciate it. Welcome in. Um, but just, he, he basically is doing, like, this entire, that entire game is for Shovel Knight to save Shield Knight. And, uh, which is, like, his girlfriend in the game. Um, uh -huh. and it, it's just, it's really, I don't know, it, there's something that's really sweet about it that I can't, how do I put this? Like, basically after every... I think, I think it's every world like Mario in that aspect. This should help. He he wakes up, and he's uh. He he's like having a dream of him having to catch Shield Knight while he's falling, and then like he wakes up and it's all gone. And it it I don't there's something just very sweet about like that's his driving goal, and like yeah. that that's what's motivating him and. I, I feel like, even though, again, there's not a lot of dialogue, it, it is a really well-done romance of just heart, I guess, in a sense, heartbreak, you know, because she's gone. Um, heart, mm -hmm. But, like, with hope. And, and I don't know. Um, I, I just felt like... I, there's not much I could, like, say, again, because there's not a lot of story. But I really just think that needed to be on this uh, episode for sure. Um, just because mm. oh, I, yeah. I love it. You know, and then I guess in the same regard, like, you have Mario and Peach too, but um, mm -hmm. I, I just feel like Shovel Knight, like, expressed it in just this, a, a scene of, like, no dialogue. And um, yeah. if I had it, I would be able to show you guys, but I don't. Um, it's just... It's so well done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of funny you mentioned that, because actually one of my favorite video game couples actually come from a game where there's very minimal story, and you actually play as the as, as the entire couple. You play as both characters in that couple. Oh, okay. What, what's, uh, what game? Or... Uh, uh, the characters. Uh, this couple is Diddy and Dixie Kong from Donkey Kong Country 2. And yes, they are a boyfriend and girlfriend. They are not related. There's some ah. misconception that Diddy and Dixie are related, but they're actually not. They are boyfriend and girlfriend. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're boyfriend and girlfriend. I know, I I know it's a common misconception because uh, Diddy is uh, Donkey Kong's uh, nephew, their uncle and nephew, and so and then a uh, Kitty and Dixie are cousins, if I remember correctly. But yeah, Diddy and Dixie are not related. They're boyfriend girlfriend. Huh. That that's interesting. And, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the Mario movie and again, but just <laughs> it's like a whole yeah. different light. 
yeah i absolutely i yeah i absolutely love them purely from a from a gameplay perspective because obviously you know the story of Donkey Kong Country is, you know, Donkey Kong is captured, you gotta go rescue him. Whoop, you know, very deep story. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, but uh, purely from a gameplay perspective, like they're so well, they're they're so well done. Like they, like you need both character, you need both characters. And reading further into that, they basically need each other. Like not one character is like the like the overpowerful one, and one of them is just like you know backup. Although I would argue that Dixie is the better one because she can she, she can fly, she can glide. So, I'm just saying, you can tease the game with Dixie Kong, but I, yeah, yeah, I absolutely, absolutely adore Diddy, Diddy and Dixie Kong. Absolutely adore them. They're adorable. I, yeah, that's that's also very interesting, though. I, I, I think I did all think they were related. That's funny. <laughs> that's. I will. <laughs> like, like, I don't know why yeah, it matters like, that much, but like. It, it feels yeah. Lied. You like well, it's like you corrected something that I was just like thought for like almost twenty plus years. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. okay to be honest, when I first said Diddy Dixie Kong, did you immediately think, "Oh shit, that's incest"? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I was just like, I I guess I didn't think. Uh, I just thought it was weird when you. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I don't. Just, you're just you're, you're I, probably confused. Wait, like, like, wait, what? Did you just say Diddy and Dixie Kong? What? Well, it, it's just like, I guess it, it makes sense, and like, e either way, it would have made sense, I guess. But it, it's just funny because you know, especially with like the DK rap, is it's mostly about his family, right? So I guess I don't know. <laughs> like now, I'm just confused about my Mario lore. Or my Donkey love, Kong lore. I love I love DK sixty four, but man, we were robbed not having D Dixie Kong be playable. To, like, why did we have Diddy Kong? Why couldn't we have Dixie? Give me Dixie. <laughs> why could I play as Dixie? I I would love this. Donkey Kong sixty four is not on, in a or NSO, is it? No, you would, uh, no, you'd have to play it on the Wii U or on original hardware. Ooh, they need to fix that. <laughs> I I think it's supposed to be coming out. I just don't know when. We're still waiting on Mario Party 3 and Pokemon Stadium 2. We're still waiting on those two games. I, I'm still excited about the Pokemon Stadium games, but I feel I feel a little robbed that we didn't get um we didn't get the original Pokemon games to make them compatible with Stadium. Because that that's like the whole that's like the big selling point of Stadium. Is like I mean, you can always, the compatibility. You can always do what I'm doing and just play the totally legit legal <laughs> PC versions of it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about the uh, the Nintendo PC versions. Yeah, yeah, they run like butter. That's yeah, great. that's a that's a that's a good yeah that's a good way to do it. Um, alrighty. Uh, any final thoughts other than that won't blow my mind about <laughs> relationships? Um, to, to come full circle, I kind of want to share with you a couple of insane Kingdom Hardships that I have seen during my time in this in this fandom. Because, okay. as I stated before, some of them, like some people, can get really crazy with some of these ships. Okay, I uh, I am uh, definitely down to hear these. Okay, so one of them, and you're gonna laugh at this one, Demix and Mary Poppins. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, I 
Yeah, I, I, I don't even know how that one, I don't even know specifically how that one came to be. I just remember, uh, this was years ago, I was in a Discord server, and this person was like, yeah, I was writing this fanfiction, and then all of a sudden, like, Demix and Mary Poppins became a thing, and I'm just like, what? I, I want to know their reasoning behind it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how, it just, it, it just, it happened, but, but probably the most famous of the crazy shifts you'll hear in the Kingdom Hearts fandom is Winnie the Pooh and the Sephiroth. <laughs> I'm not. I. I'm not. I'm no, not silly I'm old not bear. It's, it's. It's actually. It's actually a thing. There's a fan fiction on it. it mm. It's real. It's real. Oh man, that's 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 an afternoon for me. <laughs> Need, well, needless to say, well, needless to say, I do have a special stream on Wednesday that in, oh. that, that include that, that it, it includes. A possible fan fiction reading. So if if we get to that point, I know what I'm reading to my chat. Okay. <laughs> Just I know what I'm reading to my chat. That is awesome. I'm so glad that the Kingdom Hearts community is the way it is. It's insane, but in the best way possible. Yeah, I was like Um, and if you want to meet more of the Kingdom Hearts community, come to reconnect. Yes. Uh, just a little bit more of a plug in there because we would love to see you there. Um, I think tickets are almost sold out too for Reconnect. Guide said it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one, and I'm I'm very excited okay. for that. The bigger the bigger Reconnect is, the more likely we'll get another one next year. You know, mm -hmm. um, which I'm I, I'm fully excited for already next year's. Um, <laughs> but um. Anyway, yeah, I think that was a good note to end on. Um, Kai, would you like to uh, just give us a, a rundown of where we can find you again before we end? So I stream here on Twitch. I stream every Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, yeah, I'll be streaming tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. I'll be streaming Kingdom Hearts 2 Level 1 Critical. We just got Ooh. to Land of Dragons, so I get to Get to have some fun with that. <laughs> yeah, and then, yep. And then also on Wednesday, uh, I remember Charles was uh, using, I could plug this in. On this coming Wednesday, I'm doing a charity stream for uh, F Cancer that is actually being hosted by Sweetheart Alley, which if you follow Final Fantasy streamers, you know, she's, she's, pretty, well, she's pretty well known there. But yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing that. I'll be fighting Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts 1, level 1. So I'm going to be attempting that, keyword attempting. <laughs> And if you guys want to come and watch me suffer, as well as sabotage my gameplay, come and donate. <laughs> Donations so, allow you to sabotage. Pay to sabotage. That's awesome. I would... Okay, and that's tomorrow? No, that's Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. the 9th. Okay, perfect. I would love to see that. <laughs> that will be a, a good stream. Um... Okay. Oh yeah, because I did. I get creative with my. I get creative with my incentives and my milestones, especially because like I don't go on cam. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a cam free streamer. So I'm like, okay, I need to get creative with this. And I'm like, well, because the thing is, the cancer stream. Uh, the, the cancer streams, like, like it's supposed to be Final Fantasy themed. I'm like, well, I don't know what I want to do for Final Fantasy. I don't have anything in mind for Final Fantasy because for me, Final Fantasy is play through the story, call it a day, and that. Yeah. And that's about it. 
But yeah, but with Kingdom Hearts, well, first of all, it's still kind of quote quote air quote Final Fantasy ish because there's Final Fantasy characters in it and I'm fighting a Final Fantasy boss, so it's still I, kind of it counts. It, it counts. There. It totally counts. Yeah, and that yeah. that's a great way to just that's also a great like um and then a great fundraiser. Yeah, and, and as far as milestones went, yeah, I'd get creative because, like, there's years they're like, you know, yeah, donate this much, I'll do, like, this amount of squats, and I'm like, okay, let, okay, Kai, what do you want to do? And then I'm like, okay, what do people like to see? They like to watch streamers suffer. Okay, so this is a, don't, okay, so this is going to become a donate to sabotage stream. If you, if you want to sabotage my gameplay and make me feel miserable, that, <laughs> you want. that is, that is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Especially if you want to hear a fan fiction reading, because that's one of the <laughs> milestones. If we if we raise one hundred fifty dollars, I will do a fan fiction reading. Ooh, okay, okay, I'm I'm gonna be there. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, um, thank you all for being here. Let's uh, let's find someone to raid real quick too, just so we uh. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, awesome. thank you again. It's like, it's been oh, they're talking right there. <laughs> um. It's so having guests on the show, it makes it a million times more fun. Oh, we got Andy streaming. Let's let's get Andy. He got me like the last few times I got raided, so I would oh, love to go. love to get him back. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a malicious raid. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys again so much. It's been a blast. Uh, I do want to give. A couple shout outs here. Mo, thank you for the bits uh, as well. I appreciate it. Um, Peach, L L uh, Landy, Little Mixo, Zaboa, Sora. Um, did I miss anyone? I think I got all of you guys. Thank you. You guys are awesome as always. And uh, we will see. Oh, I didn't hit the raid thing yet. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Um, yeah, you guys are fantastic. Love to see you guys. Uh, I will have this episode of the podcast up. I'll upload it uh, sometime tomorrow. Uh, probably around uh, 10 or noon. And uh, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye! <laughs>